All right. Uh, Alana, ba- damn it, I said I wasn't going to say all right. Uh, Alana Basketball Podcast. Now, the cameras are tiny right now, and that's on purpose as a joke. Uh, so I'll fix that here in a minute. But just so everybody's clear, you know, you can't see us at all, can you? Nice try. Whoa. There we go. There we go. Right. Press the wrong one. Uh, episode 157. You definitely wrote the wrong date on here, but it is March 30th, 2023. Huh. Uh, so it took us, what, six days to be back? Yeah, back here a little bit sooner than than what we thought, but not so Well, a lot of people said that this guy wasn't entering the portal, and then he did. So yeah. by a lot of people, I mean, like, you definitely said that. So it's just, <laughs> what you know, do you mean? I didn't say that. Did I I'm say that? pretty sure we could find a clip where you said, I don't think Epps is going anywhere. And uh, I had I had buddies text me and ask me who I thought was leaving, and Epps was number two. So, but of course, I think it was out there about I don't know three days before he actually said he was going to the portal. But uh, yeah, Jay Epps in the portal. See you later. Uh, also today, Brandon Lee announced. Uh, great, Brandon Lee, big loss, big loss. Where's he going to go? I mean, Eastern All Illinois. They're going to be so upset. I don't know. Where's he from originally? Do you know Deerfield, Illinois? Now, can we get a little bit of an Eastern Bradley, Illinois? Thinking well, Bradley. What about a little bit of an Eastern Illinois pipeline? You know, Jermaine Hamlin went there. Now, sure. let Lee go there. Just keep feeding them our uh, number 12 player on the depth chart who's a center. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I assume this means Illinois is going after a, a center of some sort. I, yeah, I think that's probably would have anyways, but I think that's pretty clear. Um, and we'll talk about Dane Danger, but I think it doesn't matter whether the center that they target is a starter or not. I think Dane is going to play in his role, and whether he's starting or not. Remains to be seen with the portal. That's true. That's true. Um, as far as J- Jaden Epps, uh, hey, there's a lot of a lot of talk about Underwood not being able to keep guards and all this stuff. Uh, Terrence Chan Jr. came out on Twitter and said that uh, Brad Underwood's the greatest coach in the NCAA after the viral uh, him screaming at people, you know, came back up again. Uh, people thought he was taking shots at Epps. I don't necessarily. I think he's taking shots at Sky if he's taking shots at anybody. Yeah. Um, he, he always he talks about how him and Epps were were best friends, whatever. So, um, I don't. I I think that Epps is probably going back to the East Coast. It sounds like he's probably going back with Ed Cooley. Now that he's at Georgetown, they probably got a little bit more NIL money than Providence had, where he committed to before decommitting and coming to Illinois. Uh. So I can see that. I mean, these kids are 18 years old. Um, I mean, I went to Florida State for a semester. So, you know, you come to Illinois, and you're like, oh, this is awful. Um, yeah, you're definitely the same level of athlete as Jay Nepps, for sure. It had nothing to do with being an athlete. It's about missing home. Well, that's where I think it's a little bit different when you're. It, I think I think the only way it hurts is I, I know K-State. People are talking about K-State. So if he goes to K-State, I guess then that's out the window. That. Uh, but it, his body language towards the end of the year, um, I don't know. He just, I think more people are more mad because Brad gives these guys so much playing time, like Adam Miller, um, guys like that. They they're playing, they're not sitting the bench. They're not playing, you know, eight minutes a game. They're playing 20 plus minutes. They still transfer. So, uh, 
yeah, I, Epps is going to be good, and it sucks, but you know, you got to. Well, that, he's not a point guard, though. I, I yeah, think that's the know. that's the thing. You know, I think that's the uh, state of college basketball. Is yeah, you lose these guys all the time, and the streak is alive and well for Illinois. They they keep losing these guys left and right. I'm going to count Curbelo as the second part of that streak because I think it was the right move for both sides from near the portal, but. He played a ton as a freshman and sophomore, and then he transferred. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, people are starting to say, you know, Brad Underwood can't keep a guy for four years. I think everybody said, oh, well, leave, and then leave, leave. So, uh, I, I don't Hawkins know. Hawkins has a chance to do that. Uh, yeah. And I don't know if you can. I mean, the thing is, like, Io left early to go to the NBA, Kofi left to go play in China or wherever he's at right now. Japan, yeah. Uh, so it's not like, uh, you know, those guys couldn't have stayed four years. They just didn't stay four years. Well, I think Brad's style of coaching is probably one that's not going to last in terms of I don't think there's going to be a lot of guys coming up right now that are – like the younger coaches are a lot more stoic and and uh, mild-mannered. And and I don't think that Brad's coaching style is for everybody. And uh, I agree. Business for Illinois because it looked. I mean, the end. The end of the last game. You know, Epps got his ass chewed out and sat the bench the rest of the time. You could kind of see something was brewing there, but uh, Berkey says as long as he doesn't go to Wisconsin, I don't think he's going to Wisconsin. Um, Zach says I was told on Twitter last night it happens everywhere. I uh, to an extent, I would say it happens a lot. Um, not not guys that play twenty plus yeah. minutes. Uh so I think well, we gotta is, think of each the Twitter in, the Twitter trolls are out in full force in the Illini Nation. So we um, gotta think of each happens. situation individually. Okay. Because Miller didn't seem like a on court issue. It didn't even seem like a Miller issue that much in terms of what the you know people are saying in terms of rumors. Who knows what's true, what's not, but Corbella, we know why that happened because it was just a disaster in year two for him. Yeah. Couldn't stay healthy. Didn't seem like it was going to work. Makes sense. Sky he, he is the drama. He he took to St. John's with him. So is yeah, that, the, that big a loss at this. Well, point? you know, so. he was a fun player for us. Uh, yeah, I loved watching him play. I'm not saying that. I'm just Sky Clark is. Uh, you know, I'm not even going to go there. Uh, soft, I think would be my my word for it. But hey, whatever. And Epps, I don't know. Epps is just I. What can you do? I don't know. I mean, maybe Illinois is trying to go out in the portal and get like 25 guards, and they're like, well, we don't know how much you're going to be able to play next year because you're not a point guard. I mean, that's probably not true. but Probably not, yeah. Um, because I'm sure that if Sincere and Ty are going to stay, they're going to be factoring into playing a lot. Yeah, they should be um, with how, how they played towards the end of the year. Yeah, that's – again, it's just one of those things where you – you feel like Brad's given these guys everything and it doesn't matter, but they're kids. So I, you know, maybe missed, missed it. Maybe he didn't like what he saw once he got here. At least he stuck it out. He could have left like sky did midway through the season. Right. Uh, I mean, he didn't lose his starting job. So, <laughs> uh, divine said, I'll take Dre Gibbs anyway. Uh, he also says, I also noticed Harris went out of his way to take Illini men's basketball out of his bio. Yeah, well, if that's true, then Sincere is creating a lot of drama for a guy that can't shoot. 
<laughs> yeah, uh, it, and it, that's the rumors that go around, right? Uh, RJ apparently took it out of his Instagram bio. Uh, why? Why did they even put it in there? I don't know. I mean, it's stupid. <laughs> it's dumb. And also, Chester Frazier here to stay. So nice try. Yeah, Everybody. not going to George Mason. Wasn't even mentioned in George Mason. <laughs> yeah. Like, not even. Like, it was always Tony Skin. Yeah. <clears throat> So how many more guys do you think leave? What's your I'd set the number at one and a half and I go over, I think, probably two. Two. I think RJ and I think sincere. I I don't know. Uh feels weird. I yeah, I don't I know. mean sincere probably wants to be the starting point guard or whatever. Yeah, sincere. Like he tweeted out that he's coming back, then he took it down. Um, (laughs) He's he retweeted Dane Danger coming back. I I don't, I don't even know where to stand with these people. Um, Well, sounds bad. (laughs) (laughs) These players are our team. I mean, what are we doing? Uh, But I think that's bad. Yeah, I think sincere. uh, I mean, I feel like if he was gonna. There's no way that they did the end of season meeting and said, we don't want you back. Right. So it can't be that. Right. And we know Goody's coming back, so you can, you know, pin him in. Pin him in. We got two guys coming back right now. Two of our best. Two of our best. (laughs) That's where we're sitting. Um, And and I texted you about Epps. Uh, I know Zach was uh, mentioning it on Twitter. Uh, I think that this means Terrence Shannon's going to the NBA. Uh, I think that was his only, you know, close friend on the team from the way it sounded. I know that they all love each other, whatever they say. Um, I think Terrence Shannon was a big part of Jay Nepps sticking with it. So I think that this means TSJ's at least going to test the waters. I don't know if we'll come back. Did we uh, ever really expect them to come back though? You know, no, I don't think anybody really did. Yeah. So yeah, whatever. So uh, I also wrote this on the thing. Um, Bringing in a four or five star freshman has never mattered less than it does right now. And that is the effect of the portal because there are a number of really good teams out there that have these four stars or five stars either barely playing or not playing and they enter the portal. It's a little bit of a difference with Illinois because most of them have played a lot. But like MJ Rice at Kansas was a four star coming in from Durham, North Carolina, probably should have just gone to Duke. And didn't yeah. play at all at Kansas, or didn't play that much, and he's in the portal. So that's another four. So many four or five star guys after one year. The guy from Auburn, Johan Treor, or whatever his name is, big five star coming in, barely played last season, enters the portal. Now the difference is that Illinois guys that enter the portal are typically guys that play a lot. Play a lot. So that's yeah. a bit of a problem, I think. Yeah that that's the that's the question mark over it all. I think is the recruiting still matters, but it doesn't matter quite as much. If you can find those three-star guys that end up being really good, that's kind of the sweet spot, combining those guys with portal guys. Because four and five stars, it's just you never know what they're going to do. too much drama, honestly. I mean, if if they don't pan out, they're not willing to work at with that team to to turn out later. I saw somebody tweet out that about Frank Kaminsky, uh, average like, six minutes his sophomore year or something like that and look where he ended up i mean but you don't have to stick it out anymore right yeah 
you can you can leave after a year if you don't like it. The problem is when you leave, you're you're kind of stuck at wherever you go. So you better make sure that one works. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> goes here. Hey, fellas, I was late. Is Harris leaving? There's no word on sincere leaving yet. Um, he is in Ethan's top two guys to leave though. So. Well, I think if there's a guy that's here to stick it out and is a very non-dramatic four-star, it's Ty Rogers, and I hope that I'm right. Yeah, I think that I think that Ty Rogers and Sincere, I think that they have something together. Like, I mean, the way they play. So I hope that they would want to stick it out together. Um, I, don't I would make them the faces of the second unit this year, and maybe Ty starts depending on what they bring in. Yeah. So, and I don't know where that leaves DGL. I think he's got to get some minutes as well. We don't want, I mean, he's got, he's, he's gone. He's coming. Well, let me just, let me just say this. Get that out of the way. now. I was about to say it. He's the (laughs) next four star that's going to play 15 or so minutes and then leave, but it'll be a fun year because he's very athletic. So he'll do some cool stuff. I just hope, like, I hope Brad didn't say, Hey, you're getting 25 minutes game. It's a little bit of a worry, though, when you have you just keep bringing in these guys, these freshmen that decommitted from other places. Right. Like DGL right. did that. Sky did that. Epps did Epps that. Did that. Yeah. You you look at other like well, I mean, everybody, pretty much every five star in the last twenty years is committed to DePaul and then decommitted. So <laughs> that's true. That's true. I don't know if that one should count, but Sky committed to two places, so that's kind of the difference there. Yeah. Um. And I'm not even going to – like, the Kaminsky thing is different because I think a lot of us sit here and we're like, well, Io and Trent are different. But Io and Trent were playing a lot their entire time here. They were never, like, sitting on the bench on a a good team. Yeah. So – and and the 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 transfer portal wasn't what it was back then. I don't think Io – or right. Trent were ever going anywhere though, because Trent I don't either. But I'm saying they like Io wasn't going to go somewhere else and sit out a year, is what I'm saying. I don't think he was going to go somewhere else, no matter what the regardless. Yeah, he wanted to be, he wanted to be the Illinois revival, which you got to love. So still haven't got new Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, <laughs> still haven't, but we will next year because Dane Danger is coming back. God. Yeah, I mean, hey, big. This is a huge. The next eight months will be huge for development for Dane Danger. Huge if he can figure it out and like maybe like move his feet and like defend. Can we can we hire Orlando Antigua for a few months? Yeah, maybe just send him down to Kentucky for a little bit. Fine by me. I mean, that, they want to be an NBA draft factory. Why don't they just lean into the college player for other school development factory? There you go. Um, yeah, uh, Dane uh, is back. I assume I. My thing is Dane. I I don't think he could go anywhere if he wanted to, um, just because. I mean, he already sat out one year. He he's redshirted already, right? I mean, he's going to be forty two by the time he graduates college. So he might be uh, really good by then. Yeah, uh, D Brown was excited. He tweeted out. Uh, he said, "Quote: Yes, uh, <laughs> did I say that right?" Yeah. Great news to end my day. I rock with big fella. He can hoop. Hashtag real hooper. I L L. How'd that make you feel? Not sure. If Brown was Brown. watching the games, but that's all right. <laughs> I mean, he can definitely hoop against uh, Kansas city and Monmouth, but yeah. Um, yeah. You talk about development. I mean, he's been, they've been trying to develop him since a year ago, November. So it's not like he hasn't been on campus for a while developing. 
takes uh, time. <laughs> Sex has Sky is the biggest misstep in the Underwood era. If Underwood brings in Ramey as Sky, who is effective and can help develop Jaden, not only do we have a better season, but Epps maybe stays. It's certainly true. I mean, a, yeah. I mean, the Sky thing was a disaster. Uh, Divine would like to see his body, though. Well, you assume that Dane is going to, you know, maybe lose a little weight again. So yes, uh, yeah, I agree with with the sky thing. Uh, I think Underwood probably should have saw the writing on the wall. Disaster with a capital D I S A S S T E R. I think that's right. <laughs> How many S's were in that? I think I put. One too many, <laughs> yeah, but three in there. That's that's on me. That's on me. That's all right. It's uh, very early. Like it's like six a.m. Pretty much. That's true, but yeah, I think that I think that if you go after, uh, I think that's what they're they're going to do now, right? I mean, you hope Brad learned his lesson. Probably not, though. Probably not. I think he'll just keep going after the shiny five star that keeps the boosters happy. Which I don't know if it does, but maybe it does. Like, oh, we got another five star. Here we go. Like, how many, how many four or five stars at Illinois have worked out in the last 10 years? Three, maybe? Maybe, yeah. Io and Kofi are definitely two of them because so Kofi you think was Brad needs to start recruiting like he did at Stephen F. Austin. No, but I think getting guys. those getting those guys in the 80s to the 120s and then also using the portal to your advantage, getting older players in the portal is kind of the way to do it. I mean, look at K-State. K-State kept Marquise Noel and uh, Ish Mahmood, who's now transferring, and uh, I. there might have been one more guy that was on the team last year, and then they just went out in the portal, got a bunch of other guys, and they went on a run. UConn is an example of using the portal a little bit, but also developing guys, keeping them around, and then bringing in a big-time player like Jordan Hawkins that can make shots. So I think the mold is to use the portal – to your advantage and you don't need to go out and get the big five-star, you know, recruits every, every year. Right. Right. Uh, Jeffrey says Dane is a serious recruiting problem. He's the weak link on the team. Okay. Well, uh, it might keep them from getting a good center. <laughs> yeah. Wesley curious if you guys saw the TSJ's comments on Twitter of the video of Brad spazzing at Northwestern chance. He's the best coach. Yeah. We talked about that at the beginning. Um, well, I got a lot of likes on that gift that I posted over it. Let me tell you that. Big numbers. Huge numbers. Huge numbers. Also, I had a couple tweets this week that I want to discuss that people were taking the wrong way. <laughs> um, first of all. Twitter discussion. Here we go. First of all, the Brad gift got 72 likes. Huge numbers. Um, second of all, I tweeted that we will never see anything like the 2021 team again. And what I mean by that, and it seems like it's hard for people to comprehend these tweets since they're so brilliant. Uh, also, this Purdue dipshit that was trying to fight with me anyway. Um, so I tweeted, let me try to find it here. Okay. Also, I asked if it was a Brad issue. I just want to gauge people's thoughts. Like, is this a Brad issue? That's the common denominator in all these freshman guards transferring, which I think is valid. Of crazy Twitter thinks yes. So it's a valid question. I mean, it was in the moment too. It was right after Epps left. So I was a little disappointed because everybody thought that I wanted Epps to leave. And that is just so not true. Um, Who thought you wanted Epps to leave? People were saying it. 
People people said it. People I said is. I said we'll never see anything like the 2020-21 team again. Yeah. And maybe I should have added a little bit more to that being like it's a team of our guys, a lot of guys that were homegrown and and it was a team that uh stayed was a one seed. I don't think we'll see that combination ever again. So why is that a stupid thing to say? Because people are asking you why and what kind of way. And then this dipshit, this moron, this idiot says literal fourth grade basketball analysis going on here. I was just saying something. Like there's no analysis. <laughs> I was just saying analysis. something. Yes. Uh, yeah. An armchair Illinois. Good tweet here. I agree. Glad they won the Big Ten tournament that year because not making the second weekend with that team is Underwood's biggest blemish. On his resume thus far, which I think, I think that's everybody still looks back at, right? Like yeah. on, the Underwood haters still look back on that team and say, I know the matchup wasn't great, but they were a one seed. Yeah. Seems kind of rash to say in what ways. Like, what, how is that? It, it It's just never going to happen again. And Apparently they, they think that Illinois is a, a one seed contender every year. We got to find a middle ground here. We got to find a middle ground between the people who are like still think that this team could win like 28 games in a regular season. And then the people who are like, Brad is going to run this into the ground. So I feel like Illinois, Illinois Twitter fans are like politics. Like it's one extreme or the other. There's no middle ground anymore. So, I mean, that, that evidence is, is piling up in the off season. Every year, so yeah. Um, so you think Dane Danger is gonna get a get a starting spot next year when they bring in Khalil Ware? If they bring him in, then no. Uh, <laughs> but I don't think that'll happen. Even though I think it would be a good fit, and I know that I'm maybe falling into the five star trap again. Right. But uh, this guy was a potential lottery pick going into his freshman year. He was a top ten recruit. I mean, let's yeah. let's be real here. If you have a chance to get that guy, I think you go for it. He was the number seven player in the 2022 class. So my question, I guess, is do you think that they're out looking for a backup to Dane or do you think that they're looking for somebody to push Dane to be better? I think they are probably just exploring options and I think they're okay with either result, I would think. Because I don't think they're outwardly looking for like, oh, we need a starting five. I think they're probably looking to see what the options are. And I think where is one of the bigger options. And it, from a fit perspective, I think it makes sense with the way that Brad wants to uh, bring in all these shiny players. Yeah. And uh, Jeff says uh, Brad lost the team in December. Fact. That So this is my, this is my take on it. And I, you kind <clears> of <throat> talked about shiny players just there. I think Brad, that was his first experience in, in portal life, right? I think last year was kind of everybody's first real experience in it and what it can do. And I think that he's going he's gonna to stay away from that a little bit more and find guys that, you know, maybe a mid-major, not, you know, the flashy guys. But, again, he did say we're going to go out and get superstars. So... <laughs> I could You're be wrong. I could be completely wrong there. <laughs> Probably completely wrong. Can I just say that Brad Underwood lost the team in uh in May? Brad Underwood lost this team in May 2022. Why is that? Because that's after he had Meyer and Shannon, and it was like, okay, it's over. 
They are, <laughs> this is going to be a disaster. Now, looking back, people would have never thought that at the time. You could either say he lost the team in May, or you could say he lost the team in November. One of the two. Or January, I guess, if you want to go there. But I, don't, I, think, I didn't think he lost the team until March. <clears throat> uh, Wesley says, as an Oregon fan, it sucks to see where it go, but I understand why I got stuck behind Dante and just didn't get the minutes he wanted. You and Wesley are both Oregon fans? What's going on here? You know, Dana Altman, uh, you know, likes to bring back the older the older players, and, and Folly Dante was certainly one of those. Um, yeah, I don't think Ware played very much at all in terms of, at least production-wise, didn't put up very many, you know, numbers that you want to see. But, you know, that's why you have the free portal these days. You could just, I mean, hey, I didn't get to play. See you later. Yeah. Um, it, it, I think it's also interesting that they came out and said that, you know, coaching changes, playing time, that stuff does not get you a free waiver. So we'll see if that actually happens. Um, so there's a, there's a lot of guys entering the portal that are going to have to sit a year too, which is crazy. Khalil Ware, uh, was playing about 20 plus minutes a game until New Year's Eve. And then after that, from January 5th on, he didn't play 20 minutes one time. So uh, and also, I hate to say this about my guy, Dane Altman, but I think Oregon's program is a sinking ship. I think it is it is going downward fast. Well, I don't think I he's think they is he? Well, he's not in some <laughs> ways, but I think that they might go under 500 next year. I hate to say that, too, because, you know, you know, Altman's my guy. Wesley said Dante healthy, though, can be great. I'm pretty sure Dana sat him the whole game. There's a couple games where Ware didn't play at all, yeah, so – uh, and then Altman goes and just destroys Oregon fans essentially after they lost to Wisconsin. <laughs> so maybe people don't want to go there to look at that stupid court. That's the one negative with Oregon's basketball program is their court is terrible. Uh, he said, Wesley says, what about the 23 recruiting class? I guess he's talking about Oregon. Uh, I haven't looked, but I think that they're a sinking ship anyway. <laughs> All right, on to Coleman Hawkins. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, we're interested in an Oregon player. We got to get the. We got to get well, the. Let's talk about him when we got him on the thing. How's that sound? Oh, we literally got him on here, don't we? Is he on here? Wow, I had no idea. I don't know. Uh, Coleman is testing the NBA waters. I gotta get this. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, yeah, Coleman. Uh, he is testing the NBA waters while also maintaining his eligibility, meaning that he could return. For a fourth season, I think this is all going to be based upon what do NBA teams and scouts think about him? What does he think about himself? Like if they say, hey, good chance you're taking early to mid-second round, uh, does he want to do that? Like if they say, hey, you'll probably be drafted in the second round, what does he think about that? I think that's all that this comes down to because I think Brad would love to have him back. I think Coleman would like to come back if if you know that were – if he's not satisfied with what the NBA draft coaches and not coaches, Jesus, teams and scouts and such are saying about him, uh, it's all about what he wants here, I guess. And, you know, I'd, I'd put the chances of him coming back. I'm going to say we're going to go close here, 51%. Yeah, I like that number. I You always talk about how NBA is a young guy's you know, game the draft at least, especially uh, in the first round. Yeah, so that kind of worries me with Coleman. Um, just because I mean, does he come back and spend another year? I think that he needs a little bit more to be able to play at the NBA level, 
but does he do that? Does he develop in the G League or does he come back to Illinois to do that? So right now, by the way, there are no players projected in the lottery in the NBA draft that are over the age of 20. Yeah. So he's, uh, and- so basically he's not going to get if he comes back, he's not going to help his draft stock that much. I think right? it depends. I mean, okay, let's think about this for a second. So outside of the lottery, the older players in the first round that would be drafted this year are Chris Murray, who's a junior, mm-hmm. uh, Julian Strother from Gonzaga, who's a junior, Trace Jackson Davis. That's a different level, I guess. And then here's the example. Keontae Johnson, who I believe is 23 or 24, because he missed it two years because of the heart uh, issue. And he came back and was All-American level. And he was always going to be, like, going into Florida, he was a huge recruit and a potential lottery pick. But he worked himself back into the first round playing one year, and he's going to be 24 by the time he is potentially playing in the NBA. So I think there's some outliers and some different – like, the way that Coleman – like, the difference with Coleman, I think, if he can develop a little bit more, if he comes back for one more year, is that he could jump right into somebody's rotation next season after one more year of college in the 2024 draft. Because he could, I mean, he could probably do it right now, but I think that it would be maybe a little bit of an easier transition if he stays for one more year. I think the second round is also where you see a lot of the older players get drafted. Like you have uh, Hawkes projected, Marcus Sasser projected, Adam Flagler from Baylor, uh, Shannon obviously in there. Timmy is apparently going to get drafted. I don't know about that. Baylor Shireman. So... Yeah, I I think Coleman needs to come back and and make help find a way to make better decisions quicker. I guess um, he's fifty eighth, a little bit better. Fifty eighth out of sixty on this mock, and uh, and tough. Shannon's forty eighth, and our guy Podge is thirty seventh. I saw somebody had Podge at twentieth. I think people like the guy. I mean, he's young, <laughs> developed a lot from year one to year two. I agree. I mean, yeah. Do you think Bryce Sensiball goes? Yes. 34th right now. I don't know if I oh, would really? go. Oh. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, so Coleman's testing the NBA. We we assume Terrence Shannon's going to come out with something soon. I mean, wasn't Io a potential second-round guy in his second year? coming out when he tested the waters the first time and then came back? Yeah, I believe so. So he could have been drafted, and he was like, nah, one more year. But then the difference there was like, we could be really good if I come back. I don't think Coleman's going to be, depending on what they do, I guess. But he's got to decide by June 1st. I think that we'll have a good idea of what Illinois' roster is going to look like by June 1st. Yeah, and maybe that maybe Coleman is, you know, he's waiting to see what Illinois does and, and go from there too. Uh, he probably doesn't want to come back and – finish last in the big 10 which is where we're headed (laughs) (laughs) well we got dane danger and luke goody so i think that's all you run a little let's just get lawhorn just get uh, three three players in there with those two and just have a goody danger two-man game all day all day long that's all you need so uh we're gonna talk a little bit about the portal we don't like we're not insiders we've talked about this uh probably just give our opinion on if you want what guys or not that illinois has reached out to i definitely want kirk Creasa for sure 
Kirk Risa to Nebraska. Him and Tomanaga are going to light oh, it hey. up. Is Tomanaga still around? He's got a year, right? I think so. Uh, Namari Burnett is going to uh, Michigan. How about that? Really? One of our guys. One of the guys that we wanted a couple years ago. We'll have to sit out, right? I don't know. Probably not. Transfer, yeah, they'll probably it? give him a free waiver because they're just going to give him to everybody. Uh, but hey, that's kind of weird. To Michigan, I hear that's tough to get in there. Is Namari Burnett the next Chandy Brown in the sense that we wanted him in the portal and then he goes to oh, Michigan? Yeah. Even though we didn't really want him in this portal cycle, this but time. the first one, sure, <laughs> from Chicago. So yeah. maybe that's that's Michigan's revenge for Shannon. They get another Chicago guy, but they get Namari Burnett, who played limited minutes for Bama last year. Yeah, but a former Texas Tech guy. Jeff says, "Why is Epps leaving? He's a starter. I think Brad needs to run a different looking offense. We've seen the same thing over and over again." Uh, I don't think I agree with either of those points, but I, I think the well, the <laughs> thing is, I don't know if Epps is a starter. Number one, with with what they're trying to do in the portal, and number two, uh, I think the offense this season, the way it was run, was pretty different from previous years because we saw a lot less three man weave this year. Yeah, they're in. Uh, there was not a lot of post entry, and it was it's the a Kofi lot of, difference. Yeah, a lot of a lot of at the elbow. But so. in terms of in terms of the offense looking like trash, yes, we've seen that over and over. Yes, it, it, and and I don't know again if it's Brad or if guys didn't want to run plays this year because it seems like a lot of guys didn't want to run plays this year. Uh, Trav says it's definitely not surprising anymore to see players in a, enter the portal. Too easy to test waters. Back in the old days, you had to sit out a year. Thanks, COVID. Yeah, I mean that's the that's kind of the thing. I and I I'm sorry, I don't mind the portal. I, I mean it is. I, it is. Uh, if coaches can leave for more money and better jobs, then kids should be able to too. So yeah, I'm okay with the one time transfer <clears throat> rule. I have no problem. With I know that. that a lot of people hate it. Whatever. Um, you know, there's no loyalty. I, I mean, you're gonna find guys that are loyal. It, there's what over 1200 people in the portal right now. So that's what three, a team in college basketball, basically. So <clears throat> you, you can't blame coaches or anything like that. I don't think so. Um, who Illinois has been reaching out to here we go. Uh, Charleston Southern's Tyree, Brian uh, Chester Frazier has reached out to him. I believe uh, you hate this guy, but I, I oh, like shit. six foot six, 200 pound junior. Uh, these are all, these are all what they'll be next year. So uh, this kid's going to be a junior next year. So he has two years, maybe three. I don't know. COVID um, that he averaged uh, 10 and a half points per game, five and a half rebounds per game, 1.8 assists per game. He shot 52% from the field or 50, 45% from the field. Easy for me to say. Uh, and 42% from three shooting 40 of 95 from three. Uh, I watched some of this guy's clips. Uh, a lot of teams, the only, a lot of mid majors are reaching out to him. I think the only other, uh, power five power six team is Virginia tech right now. Um, FAU's reaching out to him and he's retweeting FAU stuff. He's from Orlando. So I assume that he's probably going to end up there. Um, but he looks like he looks like he can handle the ball well. He can dribble. Um, he can shoot off the dribble with both his right and left hands. Uh, he can get in the post and post guys up. Of course, he's doing it against guys that play against Charleston Southern, so I don't know who that is. But uh, he also looked like he attacked the rim on rebounds, which 
You always love guards that can rebound. So I like this guy a lot. I don't know if Illinois is going to get him. I doubt they get him unless he wants to come here um, over staying in Florida somewhere. But uh, you hated him when I texted you about it. So I just have never heard of him, uh, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> uh, Travis says maybe look at getting Caitlin Clark. Yes, please. By the way, I don't think Iowa is going to win the national championship of women's b-ball, but if they do, that counts. That 100% counts. Uh, I will be <laughs> referencing that for the rest of time. And, uh, yeah, I if anybody says, hey, the Big Ten hasn't won a championship in 20 years, it's like BS, Iowa won 2023. That's what I would say. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they're probably going to get beat by South Carolina, but I think Caitlin Clark is – Probably the most exciting player to watch in men's or women's basketball right now in college basketball. Because uh, I don't really think we have that that guy in, uh, I guess, Marquise Noel was kind of that exciting player to watch. But I think maybe college basketball lacks some of that this year in terms of the really exciting. Like Brandon Miller was great, but was he really exciting to watch? Not really. So and I think exciting means the three-pointer is, is, is something that you're doing. Oh, uh Tyree Bryan, yeah, I think you take the the shooting splits with a grain of salt, as they say. Uh, I mean, I definitely think that you don't shoot 42% at any level by accident from three. Right. Um, And I think the size is good. Uh, I don't know what position he would play here. I guess the three, maybe the two, depending on what you're doing. I I mean, I think that he can be, be a guard. I his ball handling was good. I don't know if he's a point guard per se, but man, a six, six point guard would be nice. Only uh, averaged 1.8 assists per game. So I'm not sure he's a point guard. Well, I mean, he didn't have anybody to pass it to at Charleston Southern. So Jeffrey says you can have your opinion, but I'm tired of watching the tallest guy on the team setting picks at the three point line. Just think there's a better set to run. I agree. I, I agree we, too, but I'm just talking about Dane Danger getting the ball at the free throw line way too much this year. So well, the way that you worded your first comment was the reason that I disagreed. Yeah. So. Because I don't think that I, I think I don't know if you're talking about just this season with the same looking offense or uh the same looking offense over and over this season. Yeah, I guess that's fair. I mean they did make some changes. Uh, after the Northwestern game, the first the, one. But The biggest problem with Brad's offense is that you can't run it if guys aren't willing to cut and set screens, which the guys last year were not willing to do any. Our best screeners in the portal, folks. That's true. We've never set a phantom screen this year. Let's see. Uh, there were some decent shooters on Charleston Southern, sure. Yeah. Not really, no. <laughs> Uh, so is he, was, was he a Juco guy or what's the deal here? Cause he's only played one year at this level. I don't know. Interesting. Uh, let's give this a look here. Shall we? Okay. Let's see. Let's see. Okay. My God. The Charleston Southern website blows. ESPN. What are you doing? I can't see if he was a Juco guy from ESPN. Yeah, he played at Indiana River State College. Yep. Get him. These are the kind of guys I want. Give me You give want me the guys who have played one year at this level up. and it was at uh yep. 10 yep. 21 Charleston Southern. Yep. Let's see how he played against Ohio State. He had two points on one of six shooting against Ohio State. 
Your thoughts. It's all right. It's only the second game of the year, though, so at a new place, too. All right, how did he play against UNC Asheville, who won the conference? Let's see. Five points on two of – yeah, I don't want this guy. Okay. No interest. Next guy, Grand Canyons. He's going to FAU anyways. Yeah, he's going to FAU. It doesn't matter. And he's and then when FAU's a two seed next year, you're gonna be like, man, I wish we would have had that Tyree Bryant. Yeah, two uh, seed. <laughs> Grand Canyon's uh Chance McMillan, 6'3, 185. He's gonna be a junior. He averaged 10 points per game, 11 points per game, three rebounds, two assists. He shot 48% from the field and 44% from three. Uh, I think that every school in Division One basketball has reached out to this kid. So I don't know if Illinois has a chance with him. Also seems more like another shooting guard. Are there any true point guards these days? So that's, that's the real question. Uh, Marquise Noel. Uh, Yeah. Ty Rogers is staying correct. As far as we know, Ty Rogers is staying. There's no rumors about him leaving. Yeah. The Uh, best, the best pure point guard in the portal is Taron Armstrong, who, God forbid Illinois has any interest. What a joke. <laughs> yeah. Um, North Northern Colorado's Dalton, I think it's Neck. Is that right? I don't know. Sure. Boy, yeah, I, don't I know. did a huge breakdown on him. Well, and... I'll tell you this this kid might be the best mid major player in the portal. Yeah. Uh six foot six, two hundred pounds. I he's a senior this year, so I don't know if he's a grad transfer or COVID year. I I don't know what the rules anymore. Um average 20 points a game, seven rebounds. Two assists, 48% from the field, 38% from three. Uh, he can get to the lane. He can dunk. He can shoot. Uh, I don't know. You, you like this guy? You want this I would, guy? Yeah, this would be one of my tops for I mean, sure. So this this kid is basically a better version of RJ Melinda's? I don't think he's uh, quite the athlete that RJ is, okay. uh, but I definitely think you could rely on him to score more Does than he RJ. Handle did. the ball better than RJ. I feel like I handle the ball better than RJ. <laughs> so, Does he play better defense than RJ? Don't know. I I, I don't I don't have the defensive film on him All quite right. yet. All right, so. next guy. Uh, Guy that Illinois played against, Virginia's Caden Cedric. Shred, uh, Shedrick. Cedric. Shedrick. Shedrick. Yeah, uh, this guy blows. What a waste. Dane Danger's backup right here, fellas. 6'11", 231 pounds. He's going to be a senior. Uh, he averaged six points a game, four rebounds, uh, a half of an assist. Shot <laughs> 64% from the field. And he played about 17 and a half minutes per game. I mean, if you bring him in as a backup, I guess that's fine, but it seems like a waste. Does he want to go from this is one... a guy that I could see coming to come off the bench? But okay, why would he want to go from one power conference school to another just to be a backup? Just to be a backup. I agree. I agree. And he was didn't he start against Illinois? I think he started. Uh yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. So there you go. Zach says, hopefully we're one of the third parties reaching out to FAU players already. That's kind of effed up. Stop doing that, Brad, if you are. I don't think Brad would do that, but maybe. I don't think Brad wants to play dirty like that. 
but maybe. I hope he does because we need that. Illinois <laughs> program would have a national championship right now if we were more dirty. If we were more dirty. 100% right. true. Especially Bruce Weber. Rub some dirt on it, Bruce. Would have won like at least one title. Yeah, that's true. Or if he would have just went to Chicago a couple times, right? Anyways, North Carolina's Dontrez Styles. I'll always reach out to him. He's 6'6", 210. Averaged uh, one and a half points per game, a rebound, 0.1 assists, shot 36% from the field, 33% from three on three of nine shooting. Uh, I don't know why Illinois is reaching out to him. but Once again, why would he go from one power conference school to another just to play maybe <laughs> like two more minutes a game? Yeah, these guys seem like uh, yeah mid-major hopefuls that will start shining again. I don't know. Uh Amani Bates style. Well, Dontre Styles is not Amani Bates. Um, yeah. Uh, Louisville's Jalen Withers. 6'9", 220 pounds. Uh, he's a grad transfer, but has two years of eligibility, I assume due to COVID. Nine points per game, 5.3 rebounds per game, about an assist a game, 43% from the field, 41.7%. From three point, he was 40 of 96. What do you think of Jalen Withers? I mean, look, uh, you know, I would take him, I guess. I don't know. Uh, seems like good enough. Player. What's he play the four? I think you could probably play him at the three or the four. Yeah, do you think that these guys like do you think that I feel like Coleman entering the the draft or whatever for now? It's going to hurt trying to get guys that are exactly like Coleman, right? <laughs> well, this fellow is not quite like Coleman. Uh, okay. He's not a passer, obviously. Average less than assists per game. There had to be more than the guys that you listed that Illinois reached out to, right? I think there's some that we talked about last time. Yeah. I did not I did not put any of those guys that we already talked about. Had they reached out to Caleb Love? Uh, not that I know of. I don't think he said anything about who's reached out to him. Maybe he won't just because he's a high-profile guy. He'll just commit uh, to Memphis quietly. Doesn't everybody say where he's going already, though? Memphis. Memphis or Missouri. Yeah. Apparently, Indiana fans thinks think that he's going there. They were uh, interested in him the first when he was uh, coming out. But some teams in the Big Ten have already landed players. Uh, uh, before we get to a couple more guys here, uh, especially the next one's definitely your boy. Uh, Mike Mitchell from uh, 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 Pepperdine went to Minnesota. I'm not even going to list the transfer portal rankings because these transfer portal rankings I'm reading are just, in a word, horrific. <laughs> uh, Namari Burnett going to Michigan. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah. Our boy, Don, John Tanji going to Mizzou, of course. And, uh, Peyton Sparks from Ball State, 6'9", center, going to Indiana. Uh, also, Jaden Henley, by the way, uh, from Minnesota, the freshman, showed some flashes last year, as did most of Minnesota's freshmen. He's going to DePaul, so never going to hear about him again. Um, Talon Cooper. Going to South Carolina, Yes. Didn't want him that bad anyway. I don't know why you did. I'm trying to find a point guard in the portal. That dude's mid. Okay. <laughs> as the kids say. Uh, I think that's it in terms of uh, Big Ten commits in the portal to this point. 
Yeah, I'm not even going to look past the top 200, but these rankings suck. And let me tell you why. This ranking has the gall, okay? The gall to say that uh, Joe Girard is a better transfer candidate <laughs> than Jay Nepps, which is <laughs> insane. I saw people had him listed at like 20th. Who are you on right now? I'm not going to name names. Right. Well, I saw him at- I saw Gerard at like 20th, I think, in one of them. I yeah. Epps was 13th in that one. He's 27th in this one, and Epps is uh, 33rd. Okay. Like, here's the thing with Joe Gerard. When they list, when he, when the tweet came out about teams that reached out, fan bases like us that weren't on the list were like, thank God. <laughs> no interest in this guy. That's true. So, I mean, it's just, it's, it's, these rankings suck. Let's be honest. And also you got Brandon Murray who entered the portal, who was an LSU transfer to Georgetown, Illinois, majorly interested in him last season before he went to Georgetown. So I wonder if they'll circle the wagons there. Yeah. Uh, Was he committed to Illinois one time or not? No. Okay. We just Uh, had a lot of interest. And then uh, AJ Store also entered the portal. Was he Trash. he committed to Illinois? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I knew there was one of them. So you're right. right. I, I, I can't remember. Also, oh, Nick, I got two more guys. Nick Timberlake sucks, by the okay. way. So we don't want that guy. Okay, Timberlake, mark him off the list, folks. Yeah, he sucks. Overrated trash. Uh, Colorado State Isaiah Rivera, I believe is how you say that. Um, there hasn't been anything confirmed, but Chester F- Frazier does follow him on Twitter. Um, he's from Geneseo, Illinois, originally 6'5", 210 pounds. Uh, he was a guard for uh, Colorado State, averaging 8.6 points per game, 3.7 rebounds, 1.9 assists. Uh, I don't think he's Big Ten talent, but... Feels like a waste. <laughs> yeah. and like I said, I don't even know if they've reached out to him. I know that Illinois Twitter has... Kind of since he's from Geneseo has said things. So. Would he like to come here and be the twelfth man? Sure, why not? Free ride. Try to see if I can find him on these rankings. I don't even know if he'll be. Illinois. I don't even know if he'll be ranked. Yeah, you're not going to find him. Oh, here he is, 133rd. Hmm. Not bad. He had, uh, he had one point in 29 minutes in his uh, in the Mountain West Championship against San Diego State. So. Well, they didn't play in the Mountain West Championship, but uh, what know. is this then? Was it last Quarter year? Final. Quarterfinals, sorry. It just says Mountain West Championship. I didn't re- keep reading. It says that was last year. Final wasn't even this year. That's last year. Yeah, maybe he didn't play this year. Would they end up? No, he started this year. Be... He had one point in both games. They played them in the second game of the Mountain West Tournament. Their second game of the Mountain West Tournament the last two years, they played San Diego State at one point in both games. Yeah. <laughs> he went one for two from the line. He had eight rebounds and three blocks, though. So He started every game there this year. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. He uh, put up 17 points against UNLV. Cool. <laughs> Shot 37% from three. It's better than anything we had. That's true. I don't think this would be as bad as you say, but still, it's all right. I don't know if it'd be bad. I just don't know if he's a he's the guy you want running your team. He would not be Obviously running the team. 
Well, he plays to be running the team. Isaiah, Isaiah Rivera plays the three. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know what you're talking. What are you high? Plays the three. Hmm. It's interesting. Check your sources. I got I'm plenty of people. Really on ESPN says guard. So okay, and I'm on Ken Palm, which actually takes into account the positions that players play, and he's listed as a three. Well, Ken Palm's an idiot. Anyways, you're gonna trust ESPN, who just puts down the normal. Bryce Williams. All right, let's finish. He plays the three. Nice try. Me lately. Let's go. Charlotte. (laughs) Because my opinions are good. Six foot seven, two hundred fifteen pounds. He's gonna be a senior. Average thirteen point eight points per game. Five rebounds, one assist. Shot forty seven percent from the field, and thirty nine point seven from three. So, I gave this guy a yes on Twitter. So yes. I don't know. It doesn't seem like they're reaching out to any point guard. So it feels dumb. It feels dumb. Um, Bryce Williams is the 57th ranked on this list. Like I said, though, these rankings are horrible. So I don't really even he play take the them into account. Uh, Bryce Williams tells me what he plays. Well, this lists him as a three, um, but I'll confirm here. Uh, let's see. Charlotte conference USA uh, won the CBI this year, by the way. Bryce Williams plays the four on here. Uh, so I think he could play either one. I uh, had 25 points against Milwaukee in the, uh, in the CBI uh, put up 32 against UAB 27 against FIU 31 against Louisiana tech and middle Tennessee. How the hell did he only average 13 points per game? <laughs> he, had, he had like seven games of 20 plus. Uh, the games with two. He did have a lot of games with like eight. Uh, the best opponent they played this season was FAU, obviously, and uh, he put up 14 in the second matchup and 16 in the first matchup. And then they also played Boise State. He had 12. So give this guy a yes. Why not? I mean, decent efficiency. Shot 43% from three last year or two years ago, I guess, because he must have missed 2022 with injury. Or wait. Yeah. I guess he missed the entire 2022, so it made fresh legs here. Yeah, I mean, I think that if you lose 30 RJ, viewers, nobody commenting. Go ahead. If you lose RJ, this is a great replacement for him. He's better than RJ. That's why I said he's great replacement. I don't know what you're what you're getting at. Well, when I think of the word replacement, I just think of the same level of player. But then you put the word great in front of it, so that's on me. All right. So what do you think? What? What? What happened? <laughs> so Illinois needs a backup center. Point guard. Point guard. Shooting guard that can shoot. <laughs> and maybe another wing if RJ leaves. Four. How many how many scholarships four. are they gonna have if RJ leaves and then TSJ leaves? A ton. A ton. All right. So yeah, just get in the portal. Get Caleb Love as well. Why not? Okay, let me ask the people out there. Would you take Caleb Love on this team? 30 viewers, nobody commenting. This is, you know, what are these bots watching? Probably on Twitter, they can't comment. That's true. If you're on Twitter, we can't see your comments, and it's not our <laughs> fault. It's StreamYard, who they want a million dollars a month for this bullshit, and then you can't even see Twitter comments. Jeffrey says yes. Ha! How about that? We may disagree on some things, but we agree that Caleb Love would be fun. It would, would it not? 
no, I do not need a smaller version of Matthew Meyer. Okay, first of all, he's way more talented than Matthew Meyer from a basketball standpoint. That's number one. Number two, did you watch North Carolina last season? Not this season, last season. Why would I care about what happened last season? What happened to North Carolina this season? It wasn't just a Caleb Love issue. A lot of issues. I mean, he had 34 points against Alabama, dude. 34 points on 36 shots. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, Zach's probably right. I don't know. I I want Caleb Love, though. Why not? Screw it. What do I care? Got nothing to lose anyway. This team's going to suck. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, hey, Caleb Love probably would be a disaster, but guess what? It would be a fun disaster, just like Matthew Meyer was a lot this season. Fun disaster. But would he be a disaster? I don't know. I mean, he's I, – I could talk myself into that. <laughs> I could talk myself into him being an All-American, though. I could also do that. I'm trying to find how many scholarships were available, but I can't find the guy that – Who's going to be able to – the problem is reining him in. I don't know if Brad's going to rein Caleb Love in. I think that would be the problem. I mean, does Brad Underwood do that, or does he just say, go have at it? That's what he has. The problem with the portal is that you're probably making promises, and that's never usually a good thing. Yeah, Brad's good at making promises. So It's been beneficial so far. So, Yeah. Um, Hold on. Let's see. Uh, so I think I do think it says a little bit about North Carolina when you have probably three starters returning and then Caleb Love transferring, kind of the odd man out. Like they didn't want him back. He didn't want to go back. So that's not great. Then when they have six guys transfer, uh, Puff Johnson, Caleb Love, Dontres Styles. That's three. I don't know. Are there more? I don't know. I heard six. Feels like a lot, but I'm assuming there's a couple irrelevant ones that I wouldn't even know. Right. Um, but hey, Caleb Love had 28 points against Duke in a Final Four game. Let's let's just think about that. And 30 points against UCLA in a Sweet 16 game. So let's all you know relax. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This season wasn't great, but you give him a chance to rebound. He was uh, always an NBA level talent. So, all right. So, Caleb Love to Illinois. You heard it here first, folks. No, he's not coming here. Would you rather have Khalil Ware or Caleb Love? Khalil Ware. Man, he's from Arkansas. He might just go to Arkansas. Jeff says he wants to see some girth and some body. (laughs) Yeah, man. (laughs) Me too. Rain on ball skills and awareness on defense. What about the dude from Princeton? Pretty sure he had like 26. Tosan. Or no, uh, Langbor. Yeah, Tosan's going to the NBA draft. Uh, Yeah, I would take him. Why not? Uh, I would absolutely take him. Need a shooter. I don't know if Luke Goody's going to be to that level this season. Maybe he will be, though. I don't know. So. So are you saying that you're good with RJ leaving and replacing him? Or do you uh, a guy that RJ plays behind? 
I mean, that is that is an impossible question to answer. Um, I think I would not. I don't. RJ feels like a mutual mutual parting of the ways type guy after that season, but I think Illinois wants him back. Um, and I would take him back. I think he'd give him another chance. He's one of those three. guys that you look at like Jay Nepps. He played a bunch. I mean, Brad played him when he was struggling. But he sucked. So horrendously. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he sucked. Yeah, and Brad still played him. Well, Brad was just trying to be nice. Just Who else is Brad gonna play? Confidence. The freshman. Yeah, but those guys can't shoot at all. Like worse than RJ. 26%. He was still a threat to do it sometimes. <laughs> he was. And nobody thinks a 26% three-point shooter is a threat. Shot like 60% last season. <laughs> nobody said, oh, close out on that More RJ More of a threat guy. than Ty Rogers. Close out on that RJ guy. He's a threat to shoot. You know what Ty Rogers teams were playing off of him late in the season. You know what Ty Rogers shot from three last season? Why it says who would zero percent? Who would want him? FAU. He's a mid-major guy. He might go to Santa Clara, become an NBA prospect. So, what about FAU? He's from Florida. What about Florida State? God. That program. You talk about sinking on that team. Sinking ships. That's that program. <laughs> they don't have any guards. They just roll out a bunch of wings and pretend like they're guards and it's terrible. At least this season was that. Um, but I would, you know, I would take Bryce Williams from Charlotte. That'd be a nice pickup. Uh I don't think they're gonna get where, but I would take that, even though I think we might be falling into a trap with that one, but hopefully not. Uh has has anybody does anybody know who's reached out to Jameer Nelson Jr.? I'd like to find that out. That would kind of be one of my top guards that I would want. Um, because he could kind of I mean he's the size, he's kind of like Epps, except I think he's more of a point guard than Epps. Um yeah, Moretti, Sincere, Ty, Luke, and Dane would go seven and twenty-three. So uh, you're forgetting about DGL and Hansberry, though. That's not going to add wins. <laughs> I mean, a lineup like that, you have a lineup like that, you have one shooter. <laughs> it's true. We need to mark that down as the, uh, we need to mark that down, mark that comment down as the lineup as of right now. Zach says Latula was high on JMJ on Inquirer this week. JM Jr. He's one of the first guys to talk about. I mean, get him in here. Let's go. Why not? Got the uh, got the NBA pedigree with his father, right? Jameer Nelson was a solid point guard. Uh, I don't know if he'd have to. He wouldn't have to sit out because I think he already sat out. Um, because he went to George Washington in 2020 before going to Delaware, where Delaware was pretty good with him for, for a year, I think, if I remember correctly. So, yeah, what about Graham E.K.? You want him? No. From uh, Wyoming? No. 6'9 center? Nope. But do you want Fardaz and Mike? No. <laughs> do you want Nick Timberlake? God, that guy's so overrated. 
Please go to Indiana, no, you loser. I want Dane Danger to play 40 minutes a game. Well, Nick Timberlake's a shooting guard, but I was just, you know. You want Jamison Battle? Uh, I would take Jamison Battle. Really? Why? What do you mean? What a waste. It's a bucket getter. Why? Because he scored 30 against Illinois when they were just trying to shut Garcia down? No, he's a bucket getter. Okay. He closed, out, he closed out those three wins Minnesota had. Really impressive wins, for sure. Uh-huh. Where did they beat? Uh, Nebraska, Rutgers, and somebody else. Nice. Uh, need three-point shooters and anyone that can shoot 80% from the line. Well, the free throw line thing's never going to happen, so we could just forget about that. Um, but who's the best free throw shooter under Brad Underwood at Illinois to this point? Plumber. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely it. Damn shame. Damn shame. It's not even close. It's not even close. Let me find the number here just uh, for everybody. To... I mean, we are losing energy fast, let me tell you. Uh, we we reached our hour. Yeah, Alfonso Plummer did miss 11 free throws. That's kind of unacceptable. That's true. 87% though, so. Here, throw this up here while you got 30 people watching you. Yeah, you know, I think I'll be on playback Saturday for the Final Four. Uh, you know, there's two games, so I guess I'll do both. I mean, I don't. I have it currently set up to start with the first game, which is FAU San Diego State, then Miami UConn, which should be a good game. So you hit hit the playback.tv button. Yeah, check out the the playback.tv. I don't think I'll be doing the national championship on there, but you never know, I guess. Um, and then after that, I don't know what I'm going to do on playback when college basketball is over. Wesley said, is Plummer the most overlooked or underrated Illinois player of the Brad Underwood era? One of them, I would say. But he also didn't really do anything in the tournament, so that kind of hurt him. Yeah. Couldn't make Him and Frazier couldn't make a shot in the tournament. I guess Plummer made a few. Against Chattanooga, I remember he had a couple big ones, but Plummer is definitely the most uh, random, like the types of ways that he would score, the way that his body would like look when he was scoring was very weird. Yeah. And uh, he was good. I would say that, he, I mean, even with the two guys, he was the most impactful transfer Illinois had under Brad Underwood. I don't even know if it was the way they used him either. I think that he just – it just worked for some guys. It doesn't work for some guys. It does work. Right. Yeah. Frazier had pink eye. Yeah. Well, maybe shouldn't have tried to be a hero then. Maybe shouldn't have played. One year we'll do that. That's true. Only got him a year. So. All right. Uh, so hopefully Illinois lands a transfer over the next two weeks, or I think we maybe hit the panic button. I think. Uh, yeah. I don't know how long. Three weeks. Yeah. Three weeks probably. Um, I think. The question is, I think the guys have like a month to declare for the train. Mike, here's a, here's a big question before we get off here. If Illinois lands a a dominant center, does Dane Dane change his mind? I I don't know. Maybe. Um, I hope so. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. I think he's – if you're locked in, you're locked in. He's got to know that there's a possibility of that. Yeah. But also there's only one option, really. Well, him, I, I don't think transferring would be good for him again. So, 
Go to Minnesota. Should have gone to Minnesota in the first place. He's from there. Just go there. All right. Talk about a sinking ship, the Minnesota program. (laughs) Lost Dennis Evans. Lost a couple of their freshmen from last season. Battle's gone. I guess Garcia's going to stay, right? I think he's got another year. Plus, he's already transferred twice, so no way he can do it again. Um. What a mistake that was going to Minnesota. Woo, you're not going to have any chance to play in any big games. Um, but he was on the North Carolina team that got to the national championship game, but he wasn't there because he left already. So nicely done. Um, that was a shot. I didn't mean that. Uh, yeah, we'll be back before May, I would say, for sure. Probably a couple times in April, depending yeah. on the, the 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 way the portal falls. Yeah. Uh, we'll discuss that. Portal, I mean, we might be doing this weekly. We'll discuss so, the the so. uh, the return of Coleman Hawkins, which is going to happen. I don't have any inside sources, but I'm telling you right now, that's the feel that I have. And I think our we'll feel June, right? We got June first. I think they have for that. Our feel in terms of players returning over the years has been pretty spot on. So just yeah. so we could, you know, yeah, <laughs> it has. Coleman Hawkins coming back. Terrence Shannon, though, he's not. So just everybody, we don't have to talk about that anymore. Uh, it's a good year for him, kind of, sort of. I don't know. Uh, how are we going to view Terrence Shannon 10 years from now as an Illini? I don't know if we'll even talk about him. I think we'll have four national championships by then, so we'll be talking a lot more about that. Warner and Piper saw your stream numbers today and decided to go live themselves. That's right. Well, their, their show sucks <laughs> um, for sure. We didn't get duped live like uh, other Illini people did, yeah, but we sorry. won't even we won't even go there. <laughs> the worst thing was there was a guy that was on the show, and not, yeah, one, not you, one of the other two. That was you crossed one. the line. What do you mean? I was just trying to boost our numbers. Look, we had thirty today. You're welcome. That was me. It's really not that many. I think we could do a lot better than that. Yeah, there's this. There's... Well, we we lost seven because they were probably watching Warner and Piper. So. Yeah, because they those guys pretend like they have inside info. We have more inside info than those guys. Come on, please. <laughs> it's like they have media passes or something. <laughs> what does that get you? Do you get to sit there and look like a moron? I, you know, pretzels. I think. Are either of those guys even Illini fans? I I've heard Piper is not. I don't know. Well, then get them the hell out of here. We need uh, that bullshit. Should you think media guys should be fans? The question. No, but I don't think that they should be not fans. You think it was weird that Warner was like shitting on Illinois players and talking up other teams' players during the Big Ten towards the end? Did that happen? I don't know. Oh man, you tell us if that happened. Down nine viewers. Woo. Yeah, there we better get off. Drop it. <laughs> you just asked the chat a question. We gotta wait a minute now. Nobody's listening. That's true. I mean, Hinkle might have the scoop on that, but oh, down he's 10. Not, Woo, he's it. already watching Piper. What's up, Greg? ILL. I and I. All right. Let's get off here. Let people go watch. Final question. People. Final question. Uh, will the Illinois football team, <laughs> will the Illinois football team be, uh, will there be more hype? For the Illinois football team or the basketball team in the upcoming seasons, this season, uh, football. Really? Okay, that end of the transfer quarterback. Interesting. 
Um, and do you think that uh, Bielema is – I don't even have a question here. I'm just oh, – plus three now. We're back. Um, That's a real one. Okay. That's now, I want to get one more thing here in. Uh, says football. They're saying football. Says football. What is the ceiling for the football team this year? Because I don't pay that much attention. Three in a row. Jeez, the basketball team sucks. Uh, I that's my question. Like, so if Illinois football comes out and sucks this year, are all these fans gone again? I would think so. A lot of know. turn. Yeah, they lost a lot of good players. Okay, Illinois football fan. Like, I watch football. I watch the football team, but I don't know enough about football to even talk about it. Um, do you think Illinois is better this year than they were last year? I would guess that they don't have the NFL talent that they have. Seven wins. That feels low. How many did they win last year? Seven. They won more than seven last year. Are you kidding me? What are you insane? They don't respond to your comments over there, Zach? Shocker. Yeah, we would never not do that. They had to have won more than seven last year. If they only won seven games last year, then then what the hell are we doing? We have nine and eight. I don't know if they're telling okay. you. They went eight and five last year. So, but they started out a lot better. And they started out five and one. Sorry, Basketball team has too many weird. problems to solve. I mean, sometimes I that's gonna, a good thing. I think they're going to get solved. Uh, I don't think so, but we can act like it will. Why wouldn't they? Uh, because Brad is stubborn and is going to make the same mistakes that he made last season. I don't think so. What if, okay. What would people think if their portal additions were Caleb love and Khalil Ware? <laughs> Cause that's too, I think that Brad went out and got superstars. Like he that's said, the he was same exact out. thing as last season. Almost, <laughs> except I think that those guys may be a little bit higher up. So at least where, but I don't know about love over Shannon. I feel. Danger? I don't. What do you mean about danger? <laughs> Danger's gonna be riding the bench. Uh, yeah, we need to wrap this up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So here. people would be. Well, I now everybody we, starts talking. I See, we would take you, advantage if you would have just asked them twenty minutes ago questions. See, Greg's got the right idea. I can subscribe, folks. I can subscribe. We should have said that when we had thirty people here. Well, the first thing in the description. Hey, don't worry. Like I'll go. Subscribe. I'll go over to Piper's show and just put like and subscribe and tag our channel. How's that sound? Well, that's a, that's Bush League. I would never <laughs> I condone would, that. I would never. I would never. Uh, so yeah, I'll be on playback TV for the Final Four Saturday. I guess I don't know. I usually just sit there and it's kind of boring sometimes. But that's you know, what that's your fault, start? not my fault. Sorry, I have a social life. Well, that's a waste of time during March. <laughs> I mean, it's the final four for, for Pete's sake, really. Uh, 509-749 Central of the games. I'd probably come by the 509 game if I'm – Come by the around. worst game, yeah. That's fine, yeah. I mean, um, yeah. All right, well, guys, thanks for coming out. We yeah, well, uh, episode Don't one – oversell it, that's right. Yeah. I just sit there and twiddle my thumbs, huh? That's a good selling point. Exactly. Uh, Zach, Zach, come hang out with you. Sure, yeah. Uh, April is, wow. is a month where we will return. I was just saying, you know, what do you want me to say? Episode 158 is the next one, even though you keep getting the number wrong every time you start. You're like always two off. What do you mean? 
Well, you put episode 155 for this one. I had to change it to 57, which is the correct no number. No way I did. Well, that's a lie, but okay. Uh, yeah, just uh, be advised. You know, I'll be on the Twitter at Podcast Line almost every day tweeting stuff to bait I mean, people. And people and, yeah, uh, getting people angry at us. and Asking simple questions. Is that all these morons not understand that it's just a simple question? People calling us fan what what that one guy say fan delusion or something like that? the purdue guy was a dickhead i mean I the people was the a people purdue guy I think he, his, his name, name said purdue knight also let's also say this about that guy is it's anybody who goes on twitter and tries to talk down to somebody's follower count like that's stupid number one <laughs> number two i have more followers than that guy so i could have pulled that out out on him but i didn't Think Underwood's screaming demeanor would be better accepted if he was a better floor coach. And think players realize that after the season under his tutelage, he coaches D well, average O coach. I agree. But that's the thing, though. It's like Brad's Brad coming into Illinois was like a big offensive guy. Like his offenses at Oklahoma State was terrific. I think he had the number one adjusted offense on Ken Palm. But I think maybe the the way that he's coached at Illinois has kind of changed some of that. I mean, uh, he had top 60 offenses and a top 30 offense at Stephen F. Austin in three years. Number one offense at Oklahoma State. Their offense at 21 was good. Last year was pretty good. But I think it's harder to, to have success on offense when you don't have All-Americans, which he didn't have this year. So, all right, we got to get out of here. Uh I think Dane's gonna be a really good player this past year was his leg's freshman year. Yeah, that's true. Uh we'll see. I don't know if that'll that'll be the case. Um, but your mic is muted, so you know you gotta think about that. The guys gotta develop over the summer. They yeah, that's the big thing. Yeah, and we did we, there was speculation or thoughts that maybe RJ didn't do his best to do so last season, but right. neither here nor there. All right, we'll be back next time, episode 158. Thank you to everybody for joining and uh be advised on the Twitter and all that stuff, but uh, we will see you next time for some probably some more portal talk and uh, and and Terrence Shannon going to the NBA draft. Okay, bye.